All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mountain West to our football podcast, MWR.com, where you can find all of our written stuff, podcast, you know what it is, Matt, where you, wherever, wherever you download your podcast, go just find Mountain West Wire and search us and you'll see the uh, logo of the field on the grass and say, hey, that looks like interesting stuff. I'll listen to this again, or at least that's the plan. <laughs> Fingers crossed, anyway. Yeah, just do it. Just tell a friend. Why not? We are reasonably that's good at right. what we do, I think. All right, so this week, here's what we're doing. We are literally, uh, we're actually, the Mount was tweeted this, Matt. You probably retweeted on our, on our MWCR Twitter account. We're within 100 days before week zero. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but we are within 100 days, which is, uh, we're getting there. We're getting closer. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably like 90 something at this point. Yeah. I forget what day it was, but I've been, it's been crazy past couple weeks. So here's what we're doing tonight. So we're getting closer. Week zero has, uh, a couple of games, I think, what, three or four? We'll get the exact number here momentarily once we do our uh, what we're doing tonight. So here's what we're doing. Win totals came out, and Matt, we're not going to give away the farm, what we're deciding here for UNLV win total exactly, or San Diego State or Fresno State, but we'll kind of give an early glimpse of what we're thinking about now that spring's over, transfer portal stuff is done, and before anybody un- sort of happens in, the, in the spring camp or, or, or fall camp, excuse me, and we're doing our road trip where we want to go every week. So that's what we're doing tonight. So I'm quite excited about this because this is always a fun show we do all the time. And hopefully people can hypothetically spend the big bucks on where they want to go back from Nashville to Honolulu to Vegas to Memphis. I think there's a road game on the schedule, I believe, with Boise State. That's right. Why are we going to um, Texas? That's exciting, too. Mm-hmm. So we got plenty of games. So we're going to start win tolls real quick. So these are from... Oh, geez. What is it? Bet AG. I get all the emails from like Jimmy Shapiro, these guys all the time. Or I think that's his name. I get all these random emails, Matt, about win totals, betting stuff. But then we get the good one, Mountain West win totals. So how do you want to start? You this? Know, the stuff, the stuff that actually matters. Stuff that actually matters. Do you want to go alphabetical? How do you want to handle this? Because we discussed this. Alphabetical. We'll keep it simple that way. And again, we're not going to give go through every game. We're just going to kind of give a quick overview of where you want to put your t- hypothetical $12 on these games for the season. So Air Force, Matt, I'll start there. They're eight and a half. What do you, what was your, when you first said, like, what was your gut reaction? Like, ooh, that's good. That's not good. That's interesting. Where did you stand on that? It's a little high at first glance, given what they've lost on offense. True. And so I, I have to think that, you know, part of, part of why their standing is, you know, they, they're basically tied with Boise State for the highest projected win over under in this game. You know, both the, the Falcons and the Broncos are eight and a half. And, you know, at least on paper, you know, we talked more at length about like our, our post spring depth rankings in the last episode of the podcast that we did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, looking at the win totals and having gone through that whole exercise and really sort of had a chance to closely examine what each team is it looks like they're offering at this point. And granted, there's still plenty of things to do between now and kickoff in late August, right? But it's I remember Donald like the, the Donald Hamilton situation too a couple years ago. Yeah, Donald Hamilton, yeah. Um Hamilton, yeah, but it seems to me like it's a lot easier to lay out the case for Boise State over eight and a half than it is for Air Force over eight and a half. And I recognize that you know their schedule differences as well, which probably play a part uh, a part in it. Um, you know, Air Force, you know, uh, you know, other than maybe a, their typical slugfest against Army and Navy, like their their out of conference schedule is a significantly less stiff one 
than what the Broncos have lined up. You know, you mentioned you met this a minute ago. And they got the trip to to Washington as well. UCF um, coming to yeah, town as UCF well. UCF coming to town as well. So, which is not to say that it's going to be easy for either team. It's just a really interesting sort of contrast between the two. Yeah, it, it the, yeah, non-conference clearly. Robert Morris, CMC State, and the other two that you mentioned. I my first thought was like it's high, but then again, is it really too high? Because Troy Calhoun rarely ever has bad years as a head coach and at first academy. There was one a couple years ago. I'm looking up right now exactly when it was, but they had a non-bowl season. But that's like I think maybe the, the last time they finished with a winning with a losing record was 2018. Yeah, it's the last been time they yeah. really had a hard reset and really sort of fell through the cellar door um, was 2013. That was when they went two and ten, I believe. Yeah, so they've only had a couple years, a couple really bad seasons. Like that year, that 2013 year, 0 and 8 conference play. They did have back to back five and seven seasons actually, 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. So he's also had three, four 10 win seasons since 2016. So if you kind of look at the averages, like it's, it's unique. I think though, I, I would go with the over on this one. We're not going to spend a million hours on each one. I just mm-hmm. think who they play and where they play, their schedule lines up pretty favorably. Like they're beating Robert Morris, they're beating Sam Houston State. I'd put, I think they're beating Utah State at the moment. The road game for it's going to be tough at San Jose State, at Navy, which they could probably coin toss. At CSU will be better, but that's winnable. They'll probably beat Army. That's in, it's in Denver down the road. Mm-hmm. Hawaii's not that great. They get UNLV at home, but that's, we'll see what the go-go offense is. But the, the hard games, besides, um, like, most, like, there's, it plays out fine. Boys State, end of the year, it's on the road. So that's obviously their most difficult game, in my opinion. But they get Wyoming at home. They get San Diego State at home. They get some tough teams at home. Their road slates, not terribly difficult. San Jose State, Boise, and rival Navy, that's not hard. No, I mean, right now, at first glance, my my first inclination was to go under, but not too much under. Like, I still think they're going to be a pretty good team. I just have reservations about, you know, about their ability to sort of reach that same standard that they've met over the last few years because there's still a lot of big questions to answer. Yeah, there's plenty of offensive line, new running back, new quarterbacks, losing guys. But I, I just think, like, it's going to be tough. I'm not saying to, like, put, like, this would not be, this would be kind of like, a, would it be one of those, well, I'm definitely going over, they're getting this. I think it could be possible, but it'd still be, like, if you're putting actual hard cash, it'd be a low amount of money I'd be willing to put on this. But I'm probably, like, 55% optimistic they can get to nine wins. Just because they're going to slip up somewhere because they typically do late in the year. They get injuries. They have the, the restrictions for height, weight, and all that stuff, which kind of takes a toll on the guys. Wyoming has a great defense. But like going to Hawaii is not easy, even though they're not supposed to be great. I think they can do it, but it'll be dang close. It'll be, it won't be more than nine for sure. Like nine's like my peak, I would think, at this point in the year where they'd land for win totals. Mm-hmm. Do you have any games on their schedule like they're losing 100%? Like you think they're walking in, they're not winning that game. Are there any of those? Not off the top of my head, no. So you think they're they'd be able to be? I know it's in a vacuum, but whenever any game on the schedule, they could be come out victorious. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, that's a so. You, but you're still taking the under. That's what you're telling me. There, there's there are very wide <laughs> margins for error, in my opinion, at least totally. right now on May twenty first. Well, you know, we're talking May here. This is not like August 10th or something, two weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
All right, let's move on. We said these are going to be quick. Boise State, like you said, they're also at eight and a half. But man, what what what's about what do you like about their schedule? What makes it difficult? Because we already ran ran through a couple of these type of games they have. I honestly think they're going to be able to make hay in in conference play, even if they end up breaking even in non conference play. They do have that road game at San Diego State. That's not hard. That's hard, and that's about yeah. it for a difficult game. Fresno State, we'll get to them, but they're not down. They're taking a step back definitely this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just think, like, I can see a scenario where, like, even if, you know, the Broncos have a flat performance or two in September and they go, like, two and two going into conference play, um, you know, it would not surprise me if they go, like, seven and one in the Mountain West and and cover the uh, cover the over before they even get to a potential conference championship game. So what's the one conference game you're losing, then, you think? I don't have I don't have their entire schedule in front of me right now. That's okay. No, that's fine. It's curious. I if I get a like, there's two that stand out the most for conference play at San Diego State and ho- oh maybe two and a half. I'll give you three games. I think that potentially they could lose at San Diego State, hosting San Jose State, and hosting Wyoming. That's not. So it's interesting difficult that you're discounting schedule. Fresno State that much because you know skipping it's a, ahead a it's little a road bit. Game. Bulldogs yeah. are at eight. I know. I. Which is the, which is the second highest. I, I am a little bit, but okay, I should include that too. That's maybe I am just kind of a little bit. I would, yeah, no, I should put it in. It's a road game. It's difficult there. So I will definitely include that. I apologize to you and other fellow Red Wave fans of the Fresno State Bulldogs. You are forgiven. Thank you. So there's four games right there of potential loss. Potent, well, games are like, eh, we'll see, because CSU doesn't scare me too much for them. New Mexico's at home. Utah State, psh- I oh boy, I don't know what to make of them at the moment, but their non-conference is where they can be very difficult. Washington, UCF, at Memphis, and Memphis is okay, but that eight and a half, man. I I want to, I'm gonna say yes, but I'm all I'm similar. My my mindset's similar to Air Force, not because of how much they get, but how difficult the non-conference schedule is. Like there's yeah, a chance to be. I think it's I think it's going to hinge on just on first and foremost not going zero and two against UCF and Memphis. Well, then they better be minimum. UC- you have to oh, split Memphis. those two games. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Washington UCF. Yeah, they have to split one of those, and I think they can do that. Mm-hmm. But if they go one and three, that means they need to win every conference game, right? Yes, they have to go undefeated in league play. And I, I'm not going to look. I'm at the moment not sure, but I don't remember the last time a team went undefeated in a conference play within the league. It's been a while. Do you recall any off the top of your head? We can look later, but I'm trying to think. No, I don't know that off the top of my head. It, it, it would have been a long time, and not counting 2020 where San Jose State was undefeated either. So, uh, all right, you got the over, and then what do you think about CSU, then, Matt? They're sitting at four and a half. That's a tough one because. I thought they would get off to a faster start than they ultimately did last year. And, you know, while we definitely know more about what the Rams are going to look like under Jane Orville, now that we've like, you know, seen glimpses of it in his first year at the helm, the fact that they still have the same sort of lingering questions, particularly on like the offensive line, I think that makes it very tempting to like hedge your bet and bet the under. But I'm still, I'm still sort of 
thinking about the those glimpses of explosiveness that we saw last year. I also think the defense is going to be a little better than they showed at the beginning of last year. I think that was the, what really carried them, you know, throughout the second half of the season. And so in that case, I don't think they're going to go that much over. But if I had to bet right now, I would bet the over. I'm leaning that way too because looking at who they played and where they played, they get Utah Tech, that'll be a win. Washington State could be iffy, 50-50. I think they could definitely beat Colorado. They're garbage, and I don't care what people are saying. Just no. No. <laughs> They're not going to be very good. But, me, 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 uh, not Mount. I was going to say some other <laughs> Middle Tennessee State lost to them last year. So it's going to be tough, but I think they could do it surprise. If I'm looking at who they might surprise, Nevada and Hawaii come to mind, right? There's, I think that's two potential wins. Utah Tech, right? there, are three. UNLV. Utah State, and maybe one non, maybe another non-conference game. I think mm-hmm. their ceiling's like maybe five, because again, you get Horton out there getting trucking balls from Clay Millen. If that works well, they could beat Utah State. They could beat UNLV. They could beat Air Force. There's, I'm going slightly over because it took Jaden Orville, what was the last time two and a half years to really get going when he had Cody uh, Fajardo and Carson Strong. I guess Fajardo first. It took him a minute, give or take. But I'm wondering with how I. I it's it, they're going to be interesting to watch like conventional. I'm going. We're being too optimistic here. At least I'm. I'm going over again on this team. Okay. To maybe maybe if I, what about your first state bulldogs? They're already even eight, which uh, I hate whole numbers because you can't pick eight. So you have to go nine or seven. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to bet against the bulldogs at this point, just based off past precedence. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the over. Right the over. What makes you optimistic? Yeah. You don't have a quarterback yet. You lost your best. You lost your best running back. You lost receivers to the portal. No, they, haven't, the they haven't. They haven't named a quarterback yet, but I think they have a pretty good sense of who they who who it is likely to be. Yeah, but it's not Jake Hayner. No, but you know we'll talk more about it later in the summer. But I do think that Mikey Keene was pretty good in his own right when pressed into duty at UCF. I t- I'm taking the under. Okay. Because here's a couple reasons why. They go two state to go state, uh, rival tough two state as a state rival. I think I think people sleep on San Jose State when we get to their number. They play Boise State, obviously difficult. Two Wyoming, and two Arizona State and two Purdue. That's not an easy schedule. Like Nevada should be fine. You know, should be fine. New Mexico, Eastern Washington. I just don't think they'll get a nine. That's what you're asking for. It means only three losses. It's. I don't want to bet against Jeff Ted for too much, but I just think that might be a little too much to ask this year, just based on what Wabud's defense could do, what maybe San Jose State could do offensively. That's what it's. Uh, it's going to be close, but I'm leaning to more likely seven than nine. All right, and they might land on eight. Like that's like eight might be worth it. Eight's a good number, and that's what makes this one hard. To, if you're going to actually put real American dollars on this to do it, they got to. You can't pick eight. And eight's kind of where I think they could be at. Like, there's a possibility to be more, but I don't know, man. All right, let's move on quickly. We don't want to make this forever. Next team, Hawaii. They play They play 13 games, right? Am I correct on that? Yes, that is correct. They all. They don't always – well, I always want to make sure. They're, so they're sitting at four and a half. Or excuse me, three and a half, apologies. Three and a half under Timmy Chang's year two. Um, can they get revenge versus Vanderbilt? Because that's where they – that's one win they probably got to get there and get to four. And that's kind of the big question. I mean, I, thought we, I think we both thought they had a chance against Vanderbilt last year, and they got blasted. That did not go well one bit. One bit. They got, what was it, six, they scored 60 on them? I believe it was 66 to 10, <laughs> if memory serves. 
That's embarrassing. I don't know how much better they're going to be, though. That's a problem. And that number, I'm taking the over, but I don't feel confident about it. Confident about it. I don't know why I'm going to over, but they, I guess maybe because they get Stanford and Albany. Those could be wins, right? Stanford's not very good at football. <laughs> I mean, Stanford is starting over themselves under Troy Taylor. That was going to Mexico State. That's 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 three wins right there. I'm guessing. So maybe four, it's yeah. I don't. I think the over is reasonable. Those three games. Those should all. Those are all very winnable. And you tell me they can't I mean, maybe beat Nevada and uh, UNLV on the road. I mean, they Mexico? did surprise last year, even when things weren't perfect. I think that you know the problem for me right now, is, which, and which is most of the reason I'm taking the under, is that most of the advantages mm. that they had last year in Timmy Chang's first year at the helm uh, don't really exist anymore. Like they're starting over on the offensive line while also sort of reinstalling the, the run and shoot more fully. And so I do think that between that and the fact that they're still going to be probably searching for a lot of answers on defense in particular. Um, like I said, I, I think they'll be competitive most weeks like they were last year, but I would, Probably take the under if I had to put money on it right now. Yeah, I think, I yeah, I think because Stanford's a toss up. They're not very good, but Albany, Mexico State too. I think they could do it. The problem is all their games that are against opponents that are a little bit easier are all on the road. Nevada, New Mexico, UNLV are all road mm-hmm. games. They get CSU at home, which maybe, but I I think they can get it. I think they can get the four. That's about as much as I'm going to. Because what they win last year, they were four four and nine as well. Correct. No, they would. They won three games. Oh, three games. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll go for one game improvement there. All right. All next right. up, we have Nevada three and a half. I don't know, man. Nevada's bad. They might be the worst team in the conference this year. You think so? Well, who's okay? Who's worse than them? Who do you think will be a, a lesser team? Mexico. You like New Mexico though. You like the Lobos. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely sit, take your point, you know, especially after having such a promising start to last season. Um, you know, I think most of the, most of the problem, as I see it right now, is that like the, the offense wasn't great last year, and now they're starting over a lot more than I'm than I am, would be comfortable with if I were a Wolfpack fan. You know, they're having to identify a new starting quarterback once again, and. They don't have the benefit of a veteran running back stable anymore. So yeah, while I problem. do think that they have some interesting pieces, I'm just not sure if I have enough confidence in them right now to think that they would hit that over as low as it is. Here's why I'm going to go under, but here's where my optimistic comes to. They get Idaho and Texas State on the schedule. That could be two. I mean, I Idaho got pretty good, though, at the FCS level over the last couple of years. Yeah, FCS level. But then again, Nevada lost Incarnate Word last year, so there's that too to consider. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm, so I'm sort of uh, I'm being real conservative for the Wolfpack right now. I'm squinting for wins here. I'm squinting to help people out, maybe. They yeah. get New Mexico at home. They get Hawaii at home. Just like, I think there's enough games that are in good situations for them, who they're playing and where. I'm not going to take it, but I could... I could make a case if I really want to where they can get the four wins, but I'm like, I don't, just because the level of opponents are playing, but those opponents are probably still close to or better than them. But getting those bat- teams that are not a great Hawaii, New Mexico at home, like I mentioned, 
there's a shot. UNLV, I think they'll be better, but that's at home as well. And that's a rivalry game. So I could squint and see four, but I'm probably going two. Like Idaho and Texas State's probably about it. So we'll you get to the Wolfpack later. Yeah. Yeah. Ted Wilson, I wish you luck. All right. New Mexico at four. Matt, just tell me you're taking over and we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Next team. Let's okay. move on. <laughs> no, no, you give, give, I know we, people have listened before, but what's your reason for four or more than four? If you think you're going, well, no, I mean, okay. I actually, I actually, right now, I think they're probably still under. Oh, okay. And that's mostly because while I like the moves that they've made to try to remake their offense, you know, it's one thing to see it on paper. And then it's another thing to like, you know, actually see the performance on the field. So. You know, while I like the upgrade at quarterback, which I think is an obvious one, you know, they have just as many questions on the offensive line as they did last year. Um, you know, just as many questions among their pass catchers. I think the running game will probably be fine. I think the defense will be fine overall. But if the offense, if the offense is still below average as opposed to like, like, like real down bad, like they were last year. <laughs> yeah. They may still struggle to win a lot of games this year. So, like I said, I don't think, I don't think they're going to be like a, a zero or a one win team, but I don't know that I'm ready to anoint them as a team ready to win more than four games right now. Sure. I'm not, I'm not falling for the hype again because we had, we all saw what happened to Terry Willis a couple years ago. Yes, injuries, but it wasn't good. But I'm going under as well. And if you look at a couple, what they could do early on, Tennessee Tech. Mexico State, they go to UMass. Those aren't terribly difficult games. So there's, they, I think they could, like, I think you're, I'm right with you where I'm, I'm often, I'm going to be slightly optimistic where new offensive coordinator, guys from UAB coming in, quarterback as well to take over. And they get a few things going. Maybe they could trip up, they get Hawaii at home. So that's a possibility. They get UNLV at home. So they play Nevada, they get Hawaii at home. There are some teams that are probably just slightly better than them, but they, there's a lot to work on because. I'm not going to trust Lobos, but I'm taking the under for them. Mm-hmm. And then we got San Diego State at seven. Is that push? See, you, you, you think it's a push? You don't think there's a chance they're going to? No, just straight up. I push didn't say that. I, I mean, I, I, I think there's definitely a chance that they outperform seven. Like if I had to choose one or the other between over and under, I would probably choose over. But same. I just want the same kind of thing. I want to see how the offense comes together because, like, I I, I like Jalen Maiden. Jalen Maiden had some problems with turnovers down the stretch last year. Yeah, I still don't exactly know what we're going to get out of the running game, and they're still having to replace their top two receivers from last year. I think that so. I think the defense is going to be just fine and keep them competitive most weeks. Yeah, that's good. Without knowing like... what the offense's ceiling might look like, I'm sort of I'm I'm like I said I'm sort of. Um, you might call it the coward's way out. We're calling it a push. <laughs> yeah. I think they get over, but I think what will determine either way is that four-game stretch of UCLA at Oregon State, host Boise State, Boise State, then at Air Force. I think that four-game stretch will determine if they're over or under. Because Bruins got a new quarterback yeah. with Don Terry. DTR not there anymore. Boise State obviously good with um, what, what they've been doing forever. At Oregon State with uh, – with Coach uh, Jonathan Smith there, they're really good and probably not going to win that game. And Air Force on the road, Air Force is always tricky. So I think if they, I, I think if they're going to get over, they got to split those two and uh, split those four. 
And I think that's, um, I'd give maybe like a 40, 35% chance to do that. Yeah. So those are, those are some tough games. Even what we mentioned, Air Force replacing and whatnot, they'll be in their groove by mid season. All right. We'll I am, are you surprised that San Jose State's only at five and a half? Yes. What, what would you have put them at possibly if you had the choice to be that guy? Like I said, I'm, I don't know all the math that goes into it. Don't want people but to put I money probably out. That's would have want. pegged it at closer to like six and a half at least. Because I do think on paper there should be a bowl team. I wonder if most of the most of the pessimistic projection comes down to the fact that they're losing a lot on defense in particular. Yeah, a lot of guys. Kate Hall's gone, Fahoko's gone. A lot of guys are gone from there. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the cupboard isn't bare by any stretch, but they are, are losing gone. a lot of impactful players on that side of the ball, not just Fahoko and Hall. But you know, Ali Matau is gone. Um, you know, Maya Shelton's gone. So like that's their you know second best linebacker, their maybe their top cover corner. But at the same time, you know, they're getting guys back from injury. You know, they're you know, have some solid replacements who have who have had sort of you know decent auditions when they got playing time over the last couple of years. So I think they'll be fine, which is why, in my opinion, like based on this list. You know, Spartans over four and a, over five and a half seems like the easiest call, in my opinion. It's one of the easiest ones as well. And also, they may arguably have the best quarterback in the conference with Shavon Cordero. That's true. I think I think the number's a bit lower because they opened at USC and hosting Oregon State, and they could be 0-2. That's and then true. didn't Toledo win also. didn't Toledo win Toledo won the Mac last year, correct? Yes. Yes, they did. So I had to think about that three, for a second. Yeah, I was like, ah, three of the first four games, and that's on the road. Those are some tough games. So they could be two and two, maybe one and three. I think schedule that non-con plays into where the, where they thinking for bet money wise. But I would go over. It's like they could be Air Force at home. They could be New Mexico, Hawaii, UNLV. Like it's, I'm not saying they're winning eight, nine games, but I could if they're if you're telling me bowl team for San Jose State, book it. They're going. Now we have UNLV? UNLV, which was the most surprising number of the bunch, and a terrible number if you want people to bet money on it. And even six. Terrible number for that. Right? Am I wrong on that? What, what was your thoughts on right at six for the Rebels? Interesting. Okay. Why well, was it what made it interesting to you? Well, I mean, I you know, they were they were pretty close last year other than some you know close game misfortune you know they were right there even despite finishing five and seven um and and they return enough on both sides of the ball you know not just guys like you know Doug Brumfield and Ricky White but you know Brendan Scott's coming back from injury it brought in some interesting pieces from the transfer portal on both sides of the ball and I like the coaching hires which I think in this conference definitely counts for a lot and so definitely I'm sort. Of, I think I've, I'm on record at this point as buying stock in the Rebels. So if I had a choice to bet over under six right now, I would bet over. I'd bet under, for using the same reasons we like against them a bit. New coaching staff, not great. Losing Aiden Robbins, great running back, not there anymore. He's off to be off to BYU. Losing guys come back from injury, which is good. I just think it's. For history. Also, I know history shouldn't play into it all that much, but it's like they haven't done this in like 20 years, whatever the last time with the bowl game, somewhere in that stretch. They do get Bryant non conference, which helps. They get UTEP, which helps. Hosting Hawaii, Nevada, again, rival, but whatever. They host CSU. 
they go to New Mexico. Like there's win, wins on here. If they give me five and a half, I'd have pause and could, I could still maybe take the over. But right at six, I, there's no way I'm putting them to win seven games if I'm putting money on it. Now, maybe I could, I could be convinced for a bowl team because of what we mentioned. Like they're super close last year. If Doug Brunfield's healthy. He could be one of the top three to three quarterbacks in the conference, top four, somewhere in that range, top third, a minimum, mm-hmm. I'd say. So there, there is talent there when he's healthy. It's also got to have like a winning attitude and they don't have it. And that's sometimes hard to overcome if it's a close game. And like last year, they were very close, but they came up short in so many games. And I like what Brendan Marion could do. Brendan Marion could do it for offense. That's going to be unique. And maybe he can slip up a team here or there. I just, if it's for the betting line, like I'm no way I'm putting seven on this one. I don't think they're going to win seven games regardless. My peak is probably six. That may not even go that high. Well, I so guess we'll agree for now. You guys can yell at me on Twitter for Rebels. They'll be in. <laughs> be optimistic. I think they'll be better. They'll be fun to watch, but I just can't. For this, for, for this exercise, I can't see them at seven. Utah State at five and a half. That's the more interesting on, one to me. I don't know why I worked on the over, but what makes it interesting to you? Well, because, you know, they're, it's sort of a, a, like I said, we'll talk more about this when we get to the team previews later in the summer. But I think right now, what the Aggies have going on is like a, like a, a battle of, of perception in that one, yeah, they definitely had a down 2022. And yeah, they definitely lost a lot through the transfer portal. But at the same time, I, I think Blake Anderson's team is returning a lot more than people probably realize at first glance. Mm-hmm. And you know, they've it picked a up at least a couple of interesting pieces from the portal that should help them shore up some of the more significant pieces that they're losing. You know, like having lost Brian Cobbs picked up, you know, having picked up Micah Davis and Colby Bowman. You know, things like that, I think, are likely to keep the Aggies from falling too far out of like bowl contention, I think. And I think that they should at least be like a respectable team, even if they aren't like an obvious choice as a conference title contender. It'll be tough to go two Air Force, two San Jose State, and two San Diego State. Those aren't easy. Yeah, but my first instinct here was to go over because I do think that this is a bowl this is a bowl team at worst still. Because how they finished last year, second half, they showed what they can be. They turned it mm-hmm. around. Played well. Cooper Lagat quarterback is really good. And it's kind of depends what comes around. But a lot of the transfers, like a lot, they have so many guys to power five teams, the portal. So they've had talent there. And also, I don't know if it matters to anything, but I honestly, I expect either way, Blake Anders should not be there after next season, whether they do great or not so great. So maybe there's something with that that could cause some weird weirdness going on. But one game I'm interested in, maybe I should add this to my schedule. I, Oh, we're doing a week by week. Maybe I need to make an update here, but they go to Iowa week one, man. Who knows, right? Yeah. That could be 18 to six for the Aggies. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, make all the Iowa scoring jokes you want, but it, it's a real thing. They go to UConn, which is not a laughing stock. Jim Moore took them to bowl game last year. And that could be future Big 12 UConn Huskies too, Matt, as well, possibly down the road, <laughs> if we want to believe what's out there. James Madison, is Todd Santeo still their quarterback? Uh, no, I don't know. Graduated. Okay, but they won what nine games last year, ten games in their first year in FBS. Schedule's not yeah, easy. Nine, I believe. Nine. They were. They did quite well in the uh, Sun Belt. They're uh, right. Sun Belt, correct? Or CUSA? Yes. One of the two. Okay, so we'll go Sun. You said Sun Belt, yeah. But 
I think if they play to their best, they'll get over for sure. I could see this be all, not necessarily like last year, but a kind of a swinging pendulum of will they or won't they get to that six, six win mark for bowl game? Hmm. Because they could legit start one and like four. Like I, they could probably lose to Iowa, could lose the Air Force, could lose to James Madison. UConn's probably toss up because they're not bad last year. So there's a chance to go to CSU game with one, maybe two wins. Yeah. So that's it. Schedules. There's some tricky games when they go to San Diego State, they go to San Jose State. They host some tough teams like Boise and Fresno. So I'm going over, but I'm like, think it like that. Now let's go to Wyoming, who apparently right. one publication thinks they'll win like six conference games on their own. <laughs> They're over under for Vegas is six. And Matt, explain why their defense defense is probably why you're thinking they're going to be that good, right? Yeah, that was the other team I had as a push, though. Ooh, push. Interesting. It all comes back to the same old questions, man. What is the offense going to look like? You mean the quarterback? Not We know the run game. We mean quarterback. What is the passing specific. game going to look like? There yes. we go. That's what we're looking for, yes. <laughs> and Craig Bold likes us every offseason, so I can't trust whatever he says either. That's right. So, like, what games you're looking at? Kind of like thinking, oh, that's good. what are the what are the like two or three important games to get them above or below that number? Remind me of the schedule because I don't have it in front of me. Right well, they got Texas Tech. They open with Texas Tech at home. They got Portland State. They go to Texas. They have App State non conference. That's their non conference schedule. Very very difficult. Mm. Uh, they host probably App State yeah. at home. I think they have to win a lot of games at home. Yeah, they got New Mexico at home. Winnable Fresno State at home, CSU at home, Hawaii at home. But then they get a little break by like Nevada on the road. Okay, that could, that's a winnable game. UNLV on the road, they could win that. So, but I think you're right for home. They got to take care of business at home and that's split right. App State, Texas Tech, I think. My pick, oh, maybe it's right. my pick. My pick, I go over, which looking now, maybe that was a fool's errand to say seven wins. Maybe I liked her defense way too much. But if they give like if they give the running backs the ball like they do every year, and if the passing game is just okay, if their passing game is seven or twelve in conference, that might be good enough to get them to a bowl game and beyond. I think you're probably right about that. All right, are we ready for our our game we like to play where we're going every week? Let's do it. All right, do you you let your you let your criteria because ours are always different. Let people know what you're thinking about where you want to go every week. I mean, my my criteria, for those of you who have never heard this exercise before, I try to go see every team at least once. And I try also not to go to the same stadium twice throughout the year. It's fair. Other than that, it's all fair game. All right, so let's start off here. Week zero is only three games to choose from. Who'd you go? What'd you go with? Because this one will be quick and easy. Yeah, I was gonna say that I went with the obvious one, uh, going to the Coliseum, San Jose State at USC. Can the Spartans do it against USC? I picked the same game. I think this will be a lot of points because not just because to make the answer your joke about Alex Grinch and Trojans defense, but Spartans offense can move the ball pretty well. Yeah, I just think that USC's offense, uh, like it or not, probably going to drop fifty on our on our Spartans. So we have an over. We have a line on this game right now. Do you want to take a gander of what it is? Is it like seventy five? 
No, 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 not over under. Sorry, the what started the spread. Oh, the spread. Is it like 35? He went to, oh, I thought you go under, it's 30. I thought you could be like, oh, 24 and a half. It's 30. I do think USC is probably going to be really good this year. I don't know if the 30 points better than USC, but I mean, than San Jose State, but they're going to win. But I think there's some potential for this to be the more most interesting game of the weekend. Just because who doesn't like offense, right? That's right. I think that'll be a fun one. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it could be. I think the last year wasn't all that close either. I think they won like by 40 points, but I, I just think there's a chance where this could be interesting through three quarters. So what do we do during, Matt, what do we do during week one? There's a million games week one. And I have one. I'm, I may want to make a change to mine because you have Boise at Washington, Washington, Boise State, Washington. You have Wazoo at CAC, which could be interesting. A lot of power five matchups. Texas Tech coming to Laramie, which is probably a, they're probably the polar opposites where it's always, <laughs> going to Lubbock and Laramie is almost the same thing except one's warm, one's cold. That's my opinion of the two places. You got, um, is that week? Hold on, I'm still looking at week one. And then we start, we got a million games. You got Utah State, Iowa. You got Oregon State, San Jose State. What was your choice? Because this is a tough one for me. Okay, so here's a, here's a question. Like, yeah. you know, considering that there's one game on Friday, a slew of games on Saturday, and then one on Sunday. Oh, that's for, what's for the Labor Day weekend. What's that? Are you limiting see? yourself to just one game, or do you think you could pop over to two if they're close enough? And we got funds, man. We can do two on. But what, wait, what? I'm just curious, what's we Sunday can theoretically game? do whatever we want because, like, my primary choice would be Boise State at Washington. I was thinking about that, but I did not go that route. But if I was allowed to, like, catch an overnight flight or something like that, then I would definitely also hit up Oregon State at San Jose State the following day. We can do whatever we want. It's our game. That's true. So then I'm just going to do that. You do those two games? I'm going to do that. You're not, you're not doing Utah State, Iowa? Do you think I don't even like watching Iowa TV on or Iowa That's football a fair on point. TV? You think I want to go do it in person? <laughs> what, was, what was the game last year? Like what the Nevada game? Remember the yeah. lightning rain delay? Oh my god! Never mind. Like I'm out. I'm out. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that game. I wish the Aggies the best of luck and hope that doesn't doesn't happen. But if I'm looking at okay, if I'm going your route because I, I must have overlooked the Oregon State San Jose State game. That's going to be. Even right now, it's like they have the Beavers a 17-point favorite at the moment. Um, that, it could be frisky. But if we're two games, we also got Friday games too. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going my – are these schedules even – I don't care if they're final or not because it shows us have like six games on Friday, seven games. I don't think that's right. Is that right? That I don't know. I'm going off of FB, FBschedules.com. I'm looking at the ESPN. I got one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight games on Friday. That can't be right. But guess what? If it is, I'm cool with it. So I'm going to go. <laughs> I could do this. I, I'm not doing Stanford, Hawaii on Thursday. Sorry, folks. Not the case. I could do that and do a West Coast game. But I'm going to go Wyoming, Texas Tech. Okay, interesting. Just, Why? It, 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 because Joey McGuire, pretty good, decent coach. I'm, I'm high in this Wyoming defense after we talked last episode about what they have coming back more of the two deep and the I'm not sure two deep, but kind of like that position rankings. I think that's mm-hmm. the most interesting game. What the result could be despite tech being like a two touchdown favorite at the moment. I just Boise State, Washington, Washington is just going to wipe the floor with them. I don't want to see that mess. Um, I don't want to see the FCS games either or Nevada USC, which are going to be ridiculously bad. Fresno State Purdue intrigued me a little bit, but 
I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch a Big Ten team play because see Iowa. Wazoo, CSU, probably not. Rams aren't there yet. I think that'll be the most competitive game of the day. Yeah, I can see that. And that's that's why I kind of want to see where we're going. I, I would not be shocked. Like, I know the two, like I said, two touch on spread. I don't, I wouldn't be shocked if one were to upset them. Texas Tech doesn't scare me. Who, who the heck do they have on their team? They're whatever in the middle of the pack, Big 12 team. But if I go year okay. round, I would, I would take, I'd follow you to Oregon State, San Jose State as another option. Cause that's going to be a really, I think that could be a really good one too. Cause I like Oregon State as like a dark horse Pac 12 champion team. Um, but they go on the road to Spartan Stadium that they're Sefco, Sefku, and that, that's going to be a fun one. So those would be my two. I'd, we'd, we'd join up at Oregon State and San Jose State. All right. So then, uh, what about week two? We, oh, that's, that's, geez, that's only week one. That's what the game. Week, week two. My official, um, I view CF at Boise State. It can't, it cannot be any other game than that, right? It has to be the Yak game. There's no other reason why it can't, it should not, anybody should choose another game. Tickets right now are about 70 bucks to get into that game if you want to go. The Hatred, I know UCF's now in the Big 12, but still, that's the game I want to see because I think that'll be one of the most electric atmospheres. UCLA at San Diego State's right there as well, but I'm just leaning UCF Boise State for me. So I have a so I have a trip to Blue lined up for later in this thought exercise, which is why I went Bruins Aztecs. Not a bad choice. I don't and, and, you know, the Bruins up. are uh, they are sort of starting over to some extent. They had a very strong year last year, but they're replacing Dorian Thompson Robinson at quarterback, replacing Zach Charbonnet at running back. Mm-hmm. So there there might be an opportunity for the Aztecs to pick up another Pac-12 win ahead of their imminent move there. I totally can say that. Well, that's the only other game I'd really consider. I guess I could yeah, maybe. Right. Everything else, are FCS games. I don't want to go to UNLV, Michigan because that's going to be a blowout. And well, how there, it'll be fun to see. There's also Air Force versus Sam Houston State. Oh, that oh, it's also FY. That game's in Houston. It's not in Huntsville, Texas. It's at NRG Stadium, home of the. Houston, I've been getting Texas. conflicting information about that. Oh yeah, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I thought that although even on the Air Force website it said Huntsville. Oh, maybe it changed. Oh, we talked about this before, didn't we? Right? We talked about this before. Yeah. Um, you're correct. The Mountain West website does say Huntsville as Texas as well. So, okay, that's right. I remember talking about the giant statue, literal eighty foot statue of Sam Houston outside the front of the of Huntsville, Texas. That's a that was a weird last. If people were wondering why are they playing Sam Houston State, they're moving up the FBS. It was like a last second ad because they dropped some other teams somehow. So, but. I guess it'd be interesting to see a new opponent. That could be fun, but that would be probably third on my list, I guess. All right, what do, what do you got for week week three then, Matt? Where are we try? Where are you spending your frequent flyer miles next week? Well, okay. So in the same way that you thought the choice for week two is obvious, I also think the yeah. choice for week three is obvious. What do you got? Why Oregon? To me, right? I'm going. I'm going to the Rocky Mountain Showdown. You want to see Coach Prime's F six fifty? Did you see that thing? I it, it it looks terrible. I'll just say I know, that. but I have seen it. It is it is a basically like a work truck. Think of those incident management trucks that go out to assist when there's like accidents, like something that size, but custom to look like more of a uh, a large truck, essentially like a consumer type truck. Mm-hmm. I like I mentioned before, I'm not buying Colorado. They're winning like two games. This will be interesting because yeah, they're playing Boulder, playing Deion Sanders team. Your quarterback, Shudir, his kid, Shudir Sanders seems to be pretty good, but like, Rams are going to win that game. 
I'm calling it right now. Rams are going to beat Colorado. And I want to see it in person if I had money to go there. Hypothetically, we do. <laughs> I'm not prepared to make that same call yet. No? But I do think it's going to be incredibly funny if that happens. It'll be hilarious. But this weekend, there's a bunch of good games. I feel like we, I chose oh, yeah. it because... There's, a, there's uh, an interesting slate. Yeah. Fresno, Arizona State? Yeah. That's a good good one. San Diego State, Oregon State? Good one. Uh, San Jose, under the radar, San Jose State at Toledo. This yeah. is this is this is one of the best weekends of the year of like who's playing. Then you also got Utah State Air Force in league play also. And then who knows what happens if Wyoming can uh, go take out Quinn Ewers in Texas? Probably not gonna happen, but it's a big time big time opponent. Yeah, and the uh, and the rivalry game between New Mexico State and New Mexico as well. That's true. Can't forget the rivalry game. The real was it real good rivalry? Is that what they're calling it? Uh, yes. Okay. But this weekend, and then even okay, Kansas, Nevada. Kansas is traveling to Nevada, and Kansas is pretty good last year. So if they're even close to that, that could be probably lost for Nevada. But Kansas is not traditionally a great team. So this weekend, in, in keeping with the Wolfpack's tradition of getting like at least one surprising Power Five appointment opponent to head to Reno like every two or three years, good on that. Like Purdue was it was it Purdue a couple years it ago? Was Purdue, yeah, it was like 2019, I believe. And that was uh, Brandon Talton and uh, the stiff arm from Cody from uh, right. Strong, right? Oh man, yeah. we'll see how. We'll, I, I can't wait for that weekend. Man. It's, it's still May. I want September twelfth to get here soon, or t- whatever weekend. What, well, I guess the fifteenth, sixteenth. All right, next week, rolling week four here. Hope you're writing these down because we're giving you guys a good uh, places to go. What's your week four destination? We have a Thursday night Boise State San Diego State game. That's always uh, spicy. That's right. Yeah, I mean, this one, this week didn't have a ton of, like, off, off slam dunk candidates. So it might be sort of off the board. I'm really intrigued by UNLV traveling to El Paso to take on UTEP. Why, why is that? I, that was one of my choices also, just so, just so people know. I was one of my... Because I do think, and, and I'm sure I'm going to mention this again later in the summer, but I do think that if the Rebels are for real, this is a game that they have to go on the road and win. Hundred percent. You know, UTEP wasn't quite as successful as they had been the year before last year, but they were still, you know, not terrible. You know, still respectable in in a lot of respects. And so, I think it's going to be a really lit, a really good litmus test for both sides. And it doesn't hurt in my personal case that I've got friends that live in El Paso. There you go. That was one of my choices. I did not go that route. I am actually going. There's occasionally a couple of games to consider. Obviously, Boise San Diego State, huge game. App State Wyoming's intriguing. But I'm going with James Madison at Utah State. Sorry, James, what James Madison did last year. They're a brand new team. You don't get seen very often coming all the way from the East Coast to play this Utah State team, which obviously Cooper Legault, pretty good quarterback. The Dukes are quite a good team. And it's, it, what I like to see, I want to see new teams. And this team was good last year. And they're like, they, they don't, they're not going to travel west very often. They're going to hang out. They play teams like Bucknell, Virginia. Obviously, their league slate. Like, they're not coming west very often. So I want to yeah. see a good match, a good team come out to Logan. And out of my Utah State options, that's probably the most the most interesting one I wanted to see all year. I would agree with that. And but yeah, there's a also Air Force San Jose State. That should be a pretty solid one. All right. Week five. We're whittling games down a little bit for oh not quite yet for week five. That's the week after. What was your choice? Because we have Boise State Memphis, which could be a lot of people's decision decision out the out of the what Liberty Bowl. Is that where they still play? Yes. Whatever it's called now, insert stadium sponsor here. I'm pretty sure it's still the Liberty Bowl, but it is my choice because I hear Memphis is a very nice place to visit. 
Oh, there's that too. Yeah, if I consider that. Um, and and like on I said, the, on the Phillips stuff, yeah, what do you got? I do think it's going to make for like a really interesting road challenge for these Broncos. Like, I think it's going to be a much more manageable challenge than it would going to Seattle to start the year uh, against the, against the Washington Huskies. Like, this is a yes. game that they should be able to win on the road if they really want to establish themselves as like, yeah, you know, to, to really make good on their status as a preseason contender. Like, this is the kind of game you have to win if you're going to do that. Yeah, I definitely agree. My game, you would think, uh, Utah State, UConn maybe, but I just saw the Aggies. I'm going to Las Vegas to see Brennan Marion in person run his offense with Doug Brumfield in a very winnable, likely victorious game over the Hawaii Warriors. You got you to see UNLV at some point. Like, well, sorry, that that's not a terrible. got to see them at some time to watch these teams. But I want to see them in a game where their offense most likely will be in, like, Full force is that probably the best word, best wording against a Warriors team that's still working on some stuff. But I want to see what this and it's a rivalry game. It's the Ninth Island Trophy, or it should be called the Golden Pineapple well, there's Trophy. There's also the, there's also the chance it could be a points bonanza too, if both offenses are clicking. That could be one of the more underrated games anywhere on the schedule. That's true because with what TBT wants to do and uh, Brandon Schrager there throwing the ball around there, there's a potential you're right to uh, put some points. I think you and it'll be a win, but I want to see. That go go offense against a team where, not to say they're overmatching their Warriors defense, but they will be talent wise. There won't be a disparity, and using mm-hmm. that type of scheme it could lead to some uniqueness and fun football to watch. So that's my pick for that week. Slim pickings in week six, though only three games. I, I had to triple check. I'm like, is this right? Is this correct? Three games? Yeah, that's the that's the week after the, when basically non conference play is all but wrapped up for just about everybody. And so, like, okay. before they jump into league play, nearly everybody has a bye. Six teams on a bye. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Sorry. We'll, we'll get by. Hey, it's better than no football, right, this weekend? I'm saying. <laughs> what? Well, so what was your pick, then, for the other three games? So I chose Fresno State at Wyoming. Okay. Why was that? Well, because I do think like if Wyoming is going to finally have a breakthrough, when I talked about earlier, you know, they have to win games at home. This is exactly the kind of game that I was thinking about because, you know, last year's blowout at the end of the year aside, it's important to remember, like, you know, two years ago, I think it was, Bulldogs came to Laramie and, and the Cowboys made a, they made it a defensive slog. It was just the problem was they had no offense that afternoon either. But they've, they've had a propensity to be tough at home. And I think, you know, given the caliber of opponent that's likely to walk in there at a, at a really critical juncture for conference play very early on, it's going to be a must win for both sides. And so I'm interested in sort of what the energy of that crowd is going to be like in that situation. That's a good point. My choice is San Jose State, Boise State. Yes, I've seen Boise before. But I think there's a chance that, uh, this matchup against two teams that uh, more more so San Jose State has gotten better the past couple of years under Coach Brennan mm-hmm. there. I, I can see upset potential for this game because Boise State is on the line at the moment, but they're going to be favored in this particular matchup. But I just want to see like if we we let's see if Spartans defense can reload. Let's see what what the Taylor Green does for offense with, for Boise State running the being quarterback George Lani, all the guys uh, running the ball that they have Ashton Gentry. I just think this will be one of the more I think all three games are going to be competitive and close. I, that's kind of the, just the more interesting storyline I want to see. Unless you want to see a CSU Utah State, where remember that been a 
two years ago at the location where the uh, botched field goal attempt for the Rams to win. If you want to repeat that and see what goes on, be my guest. But I'm going going to Boise again to see the Broncos. So then uh, what about week seven? First, I believe, full slate of conference action. Give me the rivalry, man. Give me the cannon. I don't think there's much. Yeah, that seemed like the easy choice to be, too. Yeah, pick the cannon. I know you got, yeah, because Wyoming Air Force sort of a rivalry, not really. Um, or a revenge game for the Falcons, too, after last year. There is that, yeah. There, that could happen. That's definitely the case. But, like, Boise CSU is never, no, no, no. Rams are still winless against them ever in league play and since they joined the conference. Fresno State, Utah State might have a little spice to it, but there's no, you don't know, be Nevada. It has to be the case. We get to see the Brett Marion offense. We get to see if Ken Wilson's defense and whoever else who has their own offense throwing the ball, the running back groups can make a dent. But I guess we'll meet up again in Reno and say, what's up? And watch this game for who's going to be red or blue. That's what we want to know. There's no other no other choice. This is like the easiest choice of the whole season, I think. Love a good rivalry at least for game. Me. At least for me. Who, yeah. What do you got for next week? For week eight? So, again, a couple of interesting choices, but to me, one very obvious one, and that's Air Force at Navy. Very obvious. I went off the beaten path. Okay. I'm going – you got to visit – you got to see every team. I'm going to Hawaii, New Mexico. Okay. Because also there's potential, if I'm correct on this, I haven't turned my calendar, there might be their giant balloon festival that weekend. I know it's middle of October. So that's always a good reason to be in Albuquerque. Okay, I've actually yeah, been there. A local flavor. I get where, I think, I get where you're, uh, you're getting at. I think it's that weekend because I've been there once and it's amazing when it happens. It's wild. But it's going to be a competitive game. It's going to be an important game for both teams or could win it. And when you look at the rest of the schedule – Air Force Navy, clearly obvious one. Like, that's where everybody would want to go. But I, I knew that was probably your choice. Like, let me pick something else. And I was afraid you would do the same thing and pick something different just so not to take that game. But yeah. you never know. Sometimes it's right, right in the face. But I wanted to – that's a game where it's – I want to see it all. I mean, we take every take all the football. No, and I, I want to see – I got – I want to see the Lobos. I want to see Hawaii's every offense. Every be simple. precious. Exactly. There's only 12, 12, to, 13, 12 to 14 a year, depending what how good you are. So – that's my pick. So I want to see the Lobos, see what they can do and go to Albuquerque. And I just think there could be, and if, so let's just say you're more, your, your high, uh, optimism, Matt, for New Mexico is, is comes out to be true, which would be awesome. Then this game will be better than people thought. Possibly. So that's my, yeah. that's why I'm going there. So what do you got for a week leading up to Halloween? So. <laughs> I know logistically it might be kind of a stretch. I would definitely be racking up a lot of frequent flyer miles in this scenario. It's fine. But this is my week for heading to the islands. Oh, San Jose State at Hawaii. Why is that? It's been a game that I think has typically been pretty competitive over the last few seasons. You want to know which tickets are It is a rivalry game as well. In the the Dick Trump Memorial. Flash. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's new trophy, isn't it? Uh, relatively, yeah. Do you want to guess how much tickets cost to go to this game right now? Uh, basically nothing. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's the most expensive ticket of the weekend. Oh, really? Right now. Well, remember they play in the, the small confines still of a. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Athletics. Get in price right now. Looking at vivid seats, one hundred and twenty-one dollars. And that, and that, 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 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. I and guess that sticks you a premium to go to the islands that weekend then, huh? It sticks you behind one of the end zones. It's like one of the worst seats. Well. I can't, I don't even have the option to choose good seats on vivid seats, but. I mean, so you're, you're picking you're a, about a game, a series that in, in three of the last five years, it's been by decided by four fewer points. So I can get behind that on its own. All right. No, definitely. My game, UNLV Fresno State. Is it, how about, I got to, where did Matt, where do the Rebels stand between rivals for Fresno State? Is it anywhere on the radar? Or is it just like whatever? Uh, I know that a lot of Bulldogs fans showed up in Vegas for last year's game. Is that Vegas or play, or you play UNLV? Be honest. Oh. <laughs> no, well, well, okay. and it was also the Raiders were playing that weekend, I believe, as well. Ah, that helps a lot when a lot of Fresno, Central Valley fans like the Raiders, correct? Yes. Unlike you. But I, I do think that, you know, while the Rebels have been closer in some of these games over the last handful of years, like they haven't had the breakthrough yet to really, I, I think, prop themselves up as a rival uh, in the same way that other teams in the conference have. I just say, I want to see Fresno State, and it's a chance for me to see the new, at this point, whoever's going to be quarterback in Jeff Tedford again. It's clearly yeah. not the best game of the weekend, because the best game of the weekend, in my opinion, is one we at Boise State. Which could decide a lot of things, but I've already seen Boise twice. So sorry, gotta go see the other team. Yeah, I you, think that's... you make your own rules. If you really wanted to go see Boise again, you're more than no. welcome to. I've already seen him twice. That's plenty. That's okay. I'm okay. Good. All right. And so but I want I want to go to Fresno. I want to see this that's a reasonably good game to see. So that that's my choice. Um you can yell at me if you want, but that's what I'm choosing that week. I want to go to all these places. I want to try the local flair of the uh Best establishments to have in Fresno and everywhere else we go to this year or pretend to go to this year. Week 10. So then what about week 10, yeah. uh, I had to pick one of the Army-Navy games, but I'm picking this one. Army Air Force playing at whatever it's called, Mile High Stadium in Denver. Even though Air Force is probably going to win reasonably easily. But it's one of those games you got to go check out. I wish it was on campus like Army-Navy is every year. But this particular game... I'm assuming, actually, I could do something fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, I don't know if it's, these schedules don't seem right. Every game can't be on Friday night. I think there's some, something going on. Yeah, I'm, I believe I'm they're all listed here. on Saturday right now. ESPN's failing me because they'll say Friday. So you guys suck. I shouldn't use your website very often. But when you have, so this weekend is, is hold on, what is it, November? November 4th. 4th. I'm gonna make it audible here. Because I can almost guarantee this will be the 10 a.m. CBS local kickoff game in Mountain Time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see Air Force Army. And then we know State of State is home of CBS Sports Network late night football. I'm going go to the Aztecs and watch Utah State Aztecs for the night game. I'm doing it. Doubleheader one day. I'm, you know what, though? I'm honestly Can't surprised stop. that you wouldn't simply drive up the 25 from, oh, wait. Oh, wait. from Denver to Larrabee for the border war. Here's my option. I, I don't think that game's going to be... Night game. That's why I can't make it. I gotta think. Mm. I gotta see somewhat realistic. <laughs> if I'm done at two p.m., catch a three p.m. flight. I'm in San Diego by five. I'm good to go. Game starts at seven. I'm double dipping the same day because that would be awesome to do. But Air Force Army rivalry, great game. Typically, for just historical purposes of what it means, it could the Commander Chief Trophy could be on the line if, if Air Force beats Navy earlier in the year. And it's just a, like the tradition type thing. I know it's not on campus, but it'd be fun to see. And then. I need to go to Snapdragon. I don't think I have them on my road trip this year, which would be a, oh, actually I do later on, but 
Why not? I, I guarantee it's going to be that first game of the day on CBS. Night game will be the night game. So I'm going to go, I'm going to make two trips that day. So that's the what day you... that I'm coming home for a breather. But for I also get a really good game out of doing so because Boise Definitely. State's in town based Fresno State. That's a good one. That's now, only the pick... Bulldogs could figure out how to beat them at home, which they haven't done the last couple matchups. Well, that's that's what you're there for. You got to... I think there's a. I mean, which is, which has been offset, of course, to some extent by the fact that they've won two championship games on the blue over the last five years. But you know, still, you got to you got to make the home crowd happy sometime, guys. I know that's the thing. Fresno State, where they're ranked at Boise State, ranked high. They're going to win at home. matched. Evenly matched, but the when they get the hype, not there. So maybe they're. Here's what you want, Matt. Fresno to be fine, but not great. And then there's not too much pressure and you win, right? Yeah, exactly. It's easy as that. All right. Exactly. See, what do you got for week 11? Okay. So week 11, honestly, was the hardest one to figure out. It's all conference games, but what made it hard for you? All conference games. Nothing that's like super, nothing that's super obvious either. A couple of interesting candidates. Well, what do you think were the interesting ones for you? I think the of the of the places I haven't been yet, I think the obvious choice would be Wyoming at UNLV. Okay. Remember, which I think okay, if, it, you know if if both teams are playing up to like their best case scenario, like could very quietly be one of the best and most interesting games of the year. If we get the Wyoming defense versus that UNLV offense, which perspective could be good. Mm-hmm. Perspe- well, perspectively, whatever the right word is, they could potential, I should say. Yeah, that's a, that's because remember that campus since the games that we finally found the YouTube link was what, 69 64 something? 69 63 multiple overtime? 69 66. Sorry, you always know the score exactly. I always forget it, but I know they both had 60 plus. We could only dream for that type of game again to happen. I don't think that's this weekend, but you never know. But my pick. I'm going to Hawaii to watch Air Force come all the way to play the Warriors because I haven't been to Hawaii yet, and I want to see the triple option play on the on the islands against a, path, a team that's probably going to be running shoot mostly to see those different contrasts. Nice contrast of styles is what you're looking for, then. Exactly, that's what we want to see. And Air and with like Colby Goff and the guy they have for uh, the Air Force secondary, there could be some uh, some good uh, possibly uh, a good defensive matchup against it while we or should be the uh, Hawaii wide receivers. So. But that secondary Air Force has, there could be some plays that defense to make this game be a bit more interesting besides triple option versus uh, four wide. So that's my yeah. pick. Got to go to Hawaii. And watch, why not watch Air Force Hawaii? I'll watch Air Force a couple weeks, two out of three weeks in a row. All right, so what do you got? Two weeks left? Is that correct? Week 12? Yeah, that's right. Week 12. What, uh, let's see. Week 12, you have, again, you're back to every conference game. Did you have any uh, difficulty this week? Because this week is also kind of tricky to pick. I mean, there's a couple of rivalry games. You do have the Peniolo Trophy between Hawaii and Wyoming. Get the, the El Camino rivalry between San Diego State and San Jose State. A lot of, you know, you had Norvell Bowl too between uh, Nevada and Colorado State. Um, personally, though, I chose San Jose. One, because I haven't been there yet. But two, because I think it's one of the more underrated rivalries in, in recent years. You know, the, the Aztecs have had the upper hand more often than not, but you know, most of their games as of late have been pretty competitive ones. That's my same pick as well. Because that game 
could decide a few things in the conference for either team. I, I'm I maybe I'm a higher at San Jose State than others, but I think they're in the potential to be one of the top two teams in the conference. Remember, there's no division anymore. It's got to be top two. So yeah, I my agreement. Same reason for you. You got a pretty good quarterback, really good quarterback. Shevin Cordero potentially had made in there in San Diego State. It's all the stuff you mentioned before: gymnastics, defense, withstand transfers, and guys moving on. More top receivers. I think San Jose. I think this is the most intriguing game of the weekend, where it's going to be probably also the best game of the weekend. Last week, where are we going, Matt? I was going to say, so where are we wrapping up? You want to? I'm. I'm picking a back-to-back team this week. Not home team, but back-to-back team. Fresno State, San Diego State. All right. That also could determine a lot for the conference, and there's no reason to repeat what we said. I think of the games that weekend, like, yeah, you got Air Force Boise, which is, it is nice that game's end of the year. That game's usually pretty close. It could be tricky. Spartan Drebbles, there's some spice there a little bit. Uh, I mean, that's about the only couple of games I was seriously considering, but I figured the best game, why not go to the best end of the season on the best game, the best game as of mid third week of May when we're deciding these things. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned earlier that I had a trip to the blue lined up. Is that and it? This was it. It's a good one. Yeah. Because I think, you know, if we talk, if we talk about the, how the Falcons, you know, have, have often exceeded expectations over the last handful of years, if they do it again, then that game could be one that determines, you know, someone playing in the championship game or not. There's a couple of those because this season is going to be, I think it's going to be, we always say this, but that game, it's always, I know Boise State's had a better end of it, but it's always been reasonably close. Very few, even if it is like a double digit victory, it's been a couple of times, it's typically be like a pulling away late in the game where it's close for a while, where, then it's one of the teams like Boise's pulled away by maybe like 14, 18, 20 points, but it's close through three quarters. But we could also hope not a snow game for end of the year, Thanksgiving weekend. Right? We could always dream we get those type of games, which makes it even more exciting for football. Yeah. Was there any other game you considered that weekend, or was it because you got to be at Boise State because you hadn't been there all year? I mean, I did consider you know, Bulldogs at Aztecs as well, but I had already been to San Diego State, which is why I sort of eliminated them from my list. Okay, that's fair. Same that's thing with what... San Jose State and UNLV. I had just been in Vegas as well, so. Okay, that's fair. Is there any game hamstrung like... by my own hamstrung by my own rules? That's okay. Hey, guess what? Your hamstr- hamstrunginess, if that's a word, works well for that's one of the better games of the weekend as of right now. There we so, go. Was there any? I know we went through the whole season. We'll wrap up right now real quick. Was there any one game like this is the game of the whole year I wanted to see? I had to be at. Of your list. If you had to pick one of your 13. One game. Ooh. Okay. Um, Sprung and on you. Sorry, I just thought of it just now. So, One game. Honestly, honestly, my answer would be the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Because I'm so interested in how that narrative is actually going to play out on the field. You mean when Deion Sanders sucks? And, <laughs> and I would absolutely want to be part of the crowd if if the Buffaloes face plant against their their biggest rival. Have you heard of what Deion Sanders tells everybody to call him, which we already know, at Pac-12 media day, or Pac-12 whatever, is like, do not, under any circumstance, this is legit, do not call me Deion Sanders. <laughs> you have to call me Coach Prime. I can only imagine. Come on. You but, can't, you can't no, that. that 
that's legit. Like, can you see Kyle Whittingham? Not just because he's my University of Utah guy. He's been coaching for head coach for almost twenty years. Back to back Pac twelve titles. Saying bowing to say Coach Prime. Can I talk to me? No, that cannot happen. But I just want like it's a cool story. But I believe Dan Patrick and others are finally saying pull your jets. It's it's going to be bad. He might be great in two or three years. It's going to be bad this year. It, it's just all the, that's. I I kind of want to pick the same game, but I can't because I want to have a different one than you. That game will have a lot of spice because it'll probably be on pretty good channel, possibly because well, who knows? Because their openers on Fox versus TCU, which is a weird game to put mm. there, but we'll see. I bet that game might be like on FS1 midday. It's not gonna be like a big noon game for Fox, but it could be a. Potential, oh, it's Deion Sanders. Let's get him on FS1 or something pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, not not bury it somewhere. But you're going with that game. I'm going to go UCF-Boise State. Just because I know it's now a Power 5 UCF team. But the way these teams have gone after each other the past five years or whatever, since the uh, the Knights tried to uh, or attempted to claim some sort of national title that year when they are really, really good with, uh, who was it, Scott Frost as their head coach. They are obviously amazing that year. Beat uh, who they beat in their bowl game? Was it Florida State? No, not Florida State. I don't recall they beat in their big time bowl game. Auburn. Auburn, yes, beat Auburn. Sorry, I'm not. This is not me shooting them down because oh, whoever it is, but I just could, honestly could remember. But I think just the narrative of the past couple of years with those two teams, that's the one game I'd want to go out of any game all year I chose. So it's okay if you shoot them down. By the way, this is the Mountain West podcast. We do this all the time. It's true. It may sound that way. It was not intentional, but you know what. You didn't win a national title, and neither did my University of Utah. They were undefeated twice. They did not either. And now, they, and now they've gone back to being a very good nine-win team, which is exactly what I predicted would happen. You think UCS get nine wins? I mean, they Gus got Miles nine wins the last couple of years. Yeah, playing in well, whatever. We'll I mean, see. they've been a, they've been a good, they're good, a good, they're good team, and a great. Now team we're about, we're about to find out, like you said. Texas, Oklahoma this year, Oklahoma State, BYU's pretty good. Well, maybe not this year, but their play, their their schedule is getting an upgrade. But this game, just the past couple of years of Twitter fighting online, I that's the game I want to be at for sure. So I think that wraps up for this week. MWR.com is where you can find all of our written stuff. We'll have some different offseason stuff now. As I promised last episode, there'll be more coming through. We got our position rankings that Matt wrote and put together with our staff voting to give him a good assist on there, but he did the most heavy lifting. So check those out. And also let us know on Twitter, MWCYR, what's like, what's your one game or a couple games you're looking at throughout the week? Some people I know will go week by week like we did. That's awesome. If you have one or two games you definitely want to see just because, let us know as well. Tag us on Twitter and put that out there. And we'll be back next time where uh, Matt, we'll need to discuss offline about what our next show would be because we're getting up to Memorial Weekend and it's almost time to, uh, dare we say, start looking ahead to preview each week every team. It's true. It's getting close. Are we prepared? No. Will we be ready? Yes, at some point. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. And I hope everybody has a uh, good holiday. It's coming up, and just the school's getting out for those who are in school graduating. Congrats to all those people as well within the Mountain West High School. Otherwise, what's your opportunity to listen to us? But uh, yeah, have a great week, and we'll see you next time.